If you're asking yourself, is this the right number or am I keeping too much or I don't understand what joy means for me? These are all questions that are not necessarily laid out in detail in the book and can be really unique to your own experience. So Kanmari Consultants can help customize the solution and ask you some follow-up questions and guide you to the right answer in that area. Because we're all about making sure you're keeping things that spark joy, but you're also being very respectful to the boundaries that your home's presenting you. And so we help you find that click point. Welcome to Spark Joy, the podcast dedicated to celebrating the KonMari method and the transformative power of surrounding yourself with joy and letting go of all the rest. With your hosts and certified KonMari consultants, Kristen Ivey and Karen Sochi. And now, here's the show. Why should I hire a KonMari consultant? We get asked this question a lot. The Conway Method is a practice that you can definitely apply in your own home independently without the help of anyone else. And for those of you who are able to conmire your own space based on the technique that Marie Kondo outlined in The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, which was published in 2014, congratulations. That's super. That brings us to this. If it's possible to tidy up on your own, why isn't everyone already living a clutter-free life of joy? Today, we're going to take a deep dive into the value of reaching out for additional help in the area of home organization. We feel that this can ultimately save you time, money, and general headaches that can come along with trying to figure out this tidying thing on your own. If you're not sure if you might be a candidate for professional support, but you might be open to exploring your options, this is the episode for you. Before we get started, it's time for a joy check. Karen, what's sparking joy for you these days? So, Kristen, this is so exciting. I actually just had a client today, a family, actually, that I've been working with for the last couple of weeks. They have a two-year-old, and they just moved from one part of the city out to the suburbs. It was a really kind of of all-of-a-sudden move, and they contacted me really wanting to do KonMari, but being very concerned about their timeline. So we did several marathon sessions and got them all sorted before they moved. And I just finished today with the organization part of Kanmai in their new home. And what's even more exciting about that is that tomorrow morning at seven o'clock, she is giving birth to their second child. So we literally got finished in the nick of time. And it was just so exciting. And I'm so excited for them. They don't even know if it's a boy or a girl yet. They want to be surprised. So it was just such a rewarding experience. And it just really brought it home to me that we really are doing life-changing work. And, you know, they now have a beautifully organized home for their brand new baby. And it's just so exciting. And I'm just was so happy to be a part of it. Oh, I wish them the best. That's so exciting that they were able to get through this process to prepare for the next phase of their life. That's awesome. Absolutely. It was very, very cool. And what's sparking joy for you? Well, I am excited about these next few months. And actually, through March, I'm going to bring the message of Kamari to communities across Chicago. So I'm starting with a little bit of a radio tour, which kicked off yesterday, actually. And it was super fun. I did a show with WVON. We talked all about the power of tidying up. I talked to some men about tidying up. So that was fun. I'm excited to continue to spread this message to Chicago. I'm kicking off 
a 24 library tour in August. First date is August 21st. So if anyone's interested, you can head on over to ForTheLoveOfTidy.com and click on events and find out more about where I'm going to be. Really excited to share this message of Kanmari 101. That's so exciting. You're going to get to spread the word and, and get to meet and know all of these people during your tour. It sounds like it's just going to be not only great for you, but also for Chicago. How exciting. Yes. And we'll be tidying through the new year. The last date is March 2019. So this is going to be quite a marathon run of a tour, but it's going to be super fun. It sounds great. So now that we've joy checked, we'll start by talking a little bit about the role that the active tidying has played in American culture. We are probably all aware that there's this societal standard or norm that assumes that we all should just know how to tidy, that this is just something that comes along with being an adult. You know, this hashtag adulting is all about being able to sort your own things and put them away and keep things organized. But for most of us, we were never really formally taught how to tidy, sort, organize, and all those things that go along with maintaining order in our own homes. Yeah, in school, I was taught how to sew boxer shorts and measure dry ingredients for a cake and other home ec type of activities. But Tidying methods or even cleaning methods, for that matter, weren't ever discussed or modeled in school. So, by the way, I'm still horrible at sewing and cooking, but (laughs) neither of those things really spark joy for me. But I'm not even sure if those things are even taught anymore, if home ec still exists for public schools. But that's not necessarily the case for all cultures. Marie Kondo actually addressed this cultural dichotomy in an interview with Cosmopolitan. She states, One thing that I do think about is perhaps including tidying in education, not necessarily that it should be just a part of education, but it's really about creating a space where everybody knows how to clean. That could be in schools or, of course, it could also be taught at home. But one thing is that in Japan, most schools have some economics as a class. So to add more cleaning and more tidying and organizing tips into this home ec class. Many of us, our homes tend to reflect the amount and quality of tidiness that maybe we saw demonstrated for us in our parents' homes growing up. There may have been a lot of emphasis placed on keeping order and putting things away and you know all that goes along with tidying up your things. But for some of us, our parents maybe weren't that concerned with organization. Maybe it wasn't really a priority. Sometimes in a family, there are the neat kids and the messy kids. And it could be that tidiness was just something that happened in your family. And it really was just seen as some kind of an inherent personality trait. It wasn't really something that you learned or didn't learn. It just was your identity. It was just who you were. That being said, Marie Kondo has debunked the idea of tidiness being this genetically inherited trait. She also shared with Cosmopolitan I'm actually a firm believer that it's just about whether you do or don't know the ways that you can declutter. It's not genetic. In some cases, it's up to us as adults to break the cycle of disorganization by unlearning and relearning better behaviors to change the story. And stop assuming that, you know, we're somehow deficient because we can't be good at all of the things that home management requires. Handiwork, interior design, cleaning, organizing, cooking, and understand when it's time to outsource rather than ruminate on a solution or DIY to the point of exhaustion. 
the good news is that there's tons of information out there to help you change your story. We live in an age where information is readily accessible and abundant. To start, there's the book, right? The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. It's now sold 10 million copies worldwide. And the original intention for this book, the backstory, is that Marie Kondo started consulting and she had a wait list up to six months. And her clients were so anxious to get started that they were asking for some kind of guidance so that they could just independently start to tidy before she got there to teach them the fundamentals. So she wrote a guidebook, which in turn became this formal published book that launched in the States in 2014, kind of set the stage for this momentum of KonMari. So we really have access to a lot of different information. Marie Kondo followed her bestsellers with other books like Spark Joy, as an example, one of our favorites. (laughs) And of course, there's also other forms of information out there that you can access, our podcast being one of them. We talk about KonMari fundamentals all the time, of course, on our show, and you can use this as a tool to enhance your tidying experience. There's also great videos on YouTube that walk you through how to fold, for example. There's virtual KonMari communities out there on Facebook and in other forums. There's local workshops, just like I mentioned at the top of the show, workshops that are led by consultants who are trained in this method talking about KonMari. And there's blogs and even the highly anticipated Netflix special, Tidying Up with Marie Kondo, that should be coming out soon. So if you know where to look, you can find almost everything you'll ever want to know about the KonMari method. What a time to be alive, right, Karen? Yeah, absolutely. Kristen and I both did our own tidying entirely by ourselves. I could not get Marie Kondo to come to my apartment. I didn't even know how to reach out to her at that point. And consultants were not even a thing. They didn't even exist at that point. So we did our decluttering on our own. But since then, of course, there's like so much information and so many resources that are available. It's almost night and day difference than it was a few years ago when we did our tidying. So that leaves the million dollar question. With all this information out there in the world, all these resources and all of this access to information about KonMari, why don't all of our homes reflect the perfect model of the KonMari method? In my opinion, it all boils down to your ability to take action. Information is great, but it can also become a barrier or even an excuse to why you may not be able to get started or achieve a permanently tidy state of mind in your home. Here are some signs, actually, that you may need to put the information down and hire a Kanmari consultant to help facilitate this process. Number one is that you've hit the wall of analysis paralysis. Yes. If you find yourself doing more reading or watching or learning about organization than actively tidying, you're collecting information to the point where it's becoming almost a hobby, then you may want to move on to getting some more objective and professional help. Uh, You may be using the fact that you haven't finished the book itself or binged all of our podcast episodes (laughs) or other resources as the reason why you haven't gotten started. I know a lot of my clients say, well, do I have to read the book before I work with you? And I definitely say that's not a prerequisite because when you're working with a consultant, we give you the fundamentals as well as a solution that's customized for your home. Also, if you have been avoiding taking action due to fear of failure or overwhelm or other reasons that we'll talk about later on in this particular episode, it may be time to move forward to seeking help. 
Also, if you are stuck in the weeds, if you're hung up on a particular detail or a nuance of the method that's causing you to either disregard it as a solution or maybe it's just caused you to lose sight of your vision altogether, it may be time to go down a different path. Another sign that it might be time to consider hiring a Conmari consultant is that you're doing this thing called stutter stepping. Basically, what this means is that you've started the process, maybe you've started the process many times, and you get to a certain point and you just can't seem to go any further. So then some time passes and then you start again. Going through this process over and over again can be really demotivating and it makes you feel overwhelmed before you even get started. Certainly makes it really hard to get to the place where you are finished before you stop. Yeah, it's that idea of tidying up quickly once and for all that's kind of gone out the door for you for whatever reason. So as you know, Marie Kondo encourages tidying up as quickly as possible or all in one go whatever that means for your particular household. If it's a larger home, tidying over a weekend may not be feasible, but it's not supposed to be an extended experience that lasts over six months or over many, many years. So if you find yourself extending this process and getting deeper and deeper into a home lifestyle that doesn't spark joy, I would head on over to Spark Joy episode 37, The True Cost of Clutter. We talk a lot about the cost of procrastinating or waiting or compounding clutter over years and years. You want to avoid too many years passing where you haven't tackled all of the Kamari categories. So you've only tackled a few and you may be starting to give up trying altogether. A third sign that you may want to consider reaching out to a Kanmai consultant is that, well, maybe things are sparking joy for you. Maybe you're really getting that idea but nothing seems to be clicking into place. In other words, you don't seem to really be sure that you are doing it correctly. If you're asking yourself, is this the right number? Or am I keeping too much? Or I don't understand what joy means for me. These are all questions that are not necessarily laid out in detail in the book and can be really unique to your own experience. So Kanmari Consultants can help customize the solution and ask you some follow-up questions and guide you to the right answer in that area. Because we're all about making sure you're keeping things that spark joy, but you're also being very respectful to the boundaries that your home's presenting you. And so we help you find that click point. So let's take a minute to talk a little bit about this idea of asking for help. Karen, can you think of a time when you tried to DIY a solution for something, but you made the choice to call in an expert? You know, I've had lots of experiences that would fall into this category. I mean, I I really am a very big believer in, in getting help when maybe I'm not the best at doing a particular thing. The one that really pops into mind is hiring a personal trainer to help me learn how to do weightlifting. Many years ago, I decided that that was really the kind of exercise that I wanted to take up, but I knew absolutely nothing about it. I was also not a kid when I started, so I didn't want to hurt myself. And hiring a personal trainer who knew how to do it and could teach me really made all the difference. It's now something that I do on my own, and it's really my favorite form of exercise. But I don't think I would have ever gotten started, and I wouldn't have gotten off on the right foot without having someone who really knew what they were doing help me through it. Kristen, what about you? Can you think of a similar situation? Yes, actually, when I 
was introduced to my new dog back Ah. in 2014. So Carbon is her name, just like the element. Uh, She's all black, 10 pound Yorkie poo. When I got her, she was 3.2 pounds. (laughs) So she was just a tiny little thing. And even before she came into my home, I had read at least three puppy training books and I had scoured the internet for more information as well. And I felt prepared in a way, but also a little bit unprepared. The first night, she was a little bit scared of her crate, for example. And I ended up just reading a blog the next day about how to crate train a dog over a weekend because I knew I wanted to use the crate just in the beginning to house train her. Fix that problem just by reading the blog article. But there were some lingering behavioral things that I wanted to address, and I had a limited window. So with dogs in the very beginning, they can get these fear imprints and just have these anxieties around certain social situations. So it's very important in the very beginning to train them well. I had read everything, but still couldn't fix some of the behavioral issues she was having. She was, in general, a very well socialized dog, even when I just first got her. But she just was not doing quite well with walking on a leash. And she also exhibited a little bit of guarding behavior as well. So she would sit on my lap and if someone would come through the door, she would growl at them. But as soon as my trainer came in, she immediately saw what was wrong. She told me just simply put the dog down. (laughs) It was like the (laughs) simplest solution. She's like, just put her down. She's trying to protect you. And that's all she knows. And I started to do that. And immediately she stopped doing that. She's never done it again. Also, she gave me tools immediately that started to change her behavior on a leash, a collar that I still have till this day and just actually looped back to my trainer to get another one because it's worn out over the years. That's helped her actually walk quite well on a leash. And when I don't have it, it's quite a struggle. (laughs) So my dog trainer just knew, you know, instantly what was wrong. She had the experience. She had the resources, the tools to solve my problem in a quick amount of time. And no amount of reading or blog searching, crowdsourcing would have gotten me to that point. So definitely always think about that situation when I consider, can I do this myself or do I need additional help? And we all are so hard on ourselves sometimes judging ourselves with this false narrative that we're somehow deficient because we can't figure something out or that we're not an expert at all things. Not being tidy is often viewed as something to be ashamed of. But the first thing that we need to overcome before actually getting tidy and living a Kunmari lifestyle is to address shame if we really want to be serious about changing our life. It's very rare that a client would contact me in a perfectly calm and relaxed state and say, oh, you know, I just decided I wanted to tidy and I thought I would just give you a call. Now, usually clients are calling in a state of panic, a lot of concern, and maybe they feel really overwhelmed as they're trying to navigate a life transition, such as a move or a new baby or a new job or something like that. And they are either in a state of shock or really feeling frustrated that their efforts haven't really gotten them to where they want to be at this point. Sometimes a client will start off by telling us that they are just super embarrassed about the situations in their homes, about the things that they've accumulated over the past at this point. And here are some of the things that we hear. And I bet some of these are thoughts that you may have had as well. I don't understand why I can't get it together. I do fine in other areas of my life, but I cannot get myself to keep things up. 
or I had it all organized, but then I got busy, sick, lost a family member, got divorced, had a baby, fill in the blank, and then everything fell apart. I had no idea how much junk I had accumulated until I wanted to move. And now I don't see how I can get this all sorted out enough to move it. And I'm just terrified I'm just moving all of this junk from one place to another. And this one, when I go to my friends' homes, they are all perfectly organized and they have everything together. Mine is just a nightmare. Or something along the lines of my parents passed away and I had to bring all of this stuff home to my house because there was no one else who could take it or help me get it sorted out. And when I'm working with a client, usually during that first session when we're doing the home tour, I also always hear, isn't this the messiest home you've ever seen? (laughs) (laughs) I always get that question. And I never really formally answer it because, well, the first reason is just as a consultant and a professional, I keep my client's information confidential and I don't compare clients against one another. But also, it's really not about comparison. We talk all about how Kanmari is really a method that's all about self-care, self-awareness, self-discovery. It's all about you and your experience. So it's not about comparing your situation to others. And everyone's idea of what a cluttered home actually is, is different. So it's really tough to actually compare your situation to another because it's all relative. Comparison is also the thief of joy. So we always leave comparison at the door before we even get started and just move forward and focus on your particular situation. I feel exactly the same way. I get that same question all the time. It is so interesting to me that people really feel that their homes are somehow so different than everyone else's. And it really talks about, you know, really feeling embarrassed about the condition of your home. But the reality is we've seen all sorts of environments. In fact, I would have a hard time saying what is the messiest home I've seen because everyone's home is just so different. And so what seems messy in a certain area or a certain aspect might be entirely different in someone else's home. So it's really, it's not, there's no way to really compare. It's really apples to oranges. And there's just really no correlation between the state of your home and your value as a person. So I think that that's one of the first things that I always want to convey to clients is that whatever your home looks like, it has nothing to do with who you are as a person or your value as a human being. And one thing that is really consistent across all of my clients is that they're all really successful people. They've done awesome things. I've had clients who have climbed a mountain in nine days or started playing piano when they were very young and just being natural at it and joining a rock band. Wow. Or being a mom of three teenagers while balancing a full-time career and being a, a professor at a local college. I mean, my clients are juggling so much already and they're super successful. They just feel a little bit like they need to release some clutter in their life, but really they're doing so so that they can up-level the things that they're already really great at. This has been so true for me also. Every single client that I've ever had has been so amazing. There are people that mm-hmm. I would have never have had the opportunity to have met doing anything else or under any other circumstances, but it's just been so rewarding to meet people from all different walks of life who have accomplished amazing things, and now they want to make their homes reflect you know, the vision of their lives, what they really want things to be like for themselves and for their families. Yeah. And also going back to this idea that clutter is relative to you specifically. I even have a client who is a former professional organizer and feng shui Mm. expert. 
So you would think, oh, that person feels comfortable and, and feels that they're organized. But really, everyone has their own moment where they feel cluttered in whatever way. It might be in their mind, in their home, in their life. Uh, and everyone's experience of clutter is relative and specific to them. And everyone can learn something from learning a new technique. I have clients all across the spectrum and I support them all equally. We can certainly tell you this. If KonMari were easy, all of us would be completely organized and we would stay that way forever and ever. And we would have these perfectly organized lives because who doesn't want to live the vision of their best life, which includes having a neat and tidy home? I mean, the whole concept is really an easy sell in that regard. But the thing of it is, is that it's a process and it requires that you let go of a lot of mental barriers before even getting started. We'll share some of the excuses you may have to discard prior to hiring a Kanmari consultant. If you're saying to yourself, but I haven't read the book yet, as we mentioned, that's not necessarily a requirement to hire a Kanmari consultant. Of course, it's great if you've read the book already and have a basis of the method in your mind. But we really go from A to Z through the whole method when we're working together. Also, I'd like to, but I'm really busy and I don't have time. Karen, do you get this excuse? Oh, all the time. I mean, especially if it's a working couple, for example, and they have kids, either really young kids or kids in high school. It doesn't really matter. But when you're a busy family, the last thing you think you have time for is some long process of sorting and organizing and tidying. Something else we hear frequently is I can't afford to hire a professional right now. And as we've mentioned, you can head on back to SparkJoy episode 37 when we talk about the true cost of clutter. Remember, this particular method, Kanmari, is about teaching you an approach focusing on tidy for the short term so that you can then have an approach that will result in lasting permanent change that won't require us to come back multiple times over many, many years and won't require you to invest in tidying again down the line. So that is the benefit of moving forward towards this particular method. Also, you may be saying to yourself, I'm too nervous or embarrassed to let you inside my home. That's something we talked about, shame being a barrier. Also, you may be saying, but I'm terrible at letting anything go. I feel like almost every client I have says this, right, yep. Karen? Do you, yep. Did you experience that do. as well? Yep. Yeah. So it's interesting how empowering this particular method is. Think about the control you're getting every time you make decisions. And you probably make thousands of decisions over the course of a true Kanmari tiding event. And with each one, you gain back a little bit more control and you feel more empowered and you change your story around letting anything go. I've never had a client who hasn't let at least, you know, one thing go <laughs> during this process. Remember, Kanmari is all about really highlighting what you keep rather than what you discard. So that's the true benefit of this uh, method. It's all about giving yourself permission to keep what you really need and what you really love. You might also be saying to yourself, my house is a hot mess. I need to tidy, clean, discard, hire a traditional organizer before you come. Well, I actually have an ask of my clients before I arrive to not tidy up. Uh, they can clean, of course, but I love to see their home in the current state so I can have an accurate baseline of where we should begin. I think that's really important because I also have that request to my clients because I really want to see the way that they live mm -hmm. so that I can help them, you know, utilize their things in the most productive way. And if they have gone to a, a lot of effort to, you know, put things away in some fashion, then you're really not getting a clear picture of what's going on with them. So I actually like it and I'm encouraged when I walk into someone's home and I can tell that they haven't spent a lot of time tidying things up. 
Yes. And I know it's really hard for my clients to not tidy up before I come. And I'm sure it goes back to that whole idea of shame that we were talking about. And I totally understand. But the reality is usually about an hour or two after I arrive, we're taking things out in an even more chaotic way than they were to begin with. So I also suggest that they don't tidy because I wanted them to reserve their energy for the actual event itself. Oh, that's a great point. I hadn't even thought about that one. (laughs) Also, you may think to yourself, my husband, my spouse, kid, roommate, so messy. So no matter what I do in my home, my home will never be tidy. This is something we've talked about in a couple of episodes, how Kanmari is all about reclaiming your boundaries and your space, making sure you're confident in your tidying before trying to change the minds and behaviors of others that you live with. So it's all about taking back control of your vision and then letting the model of your truth and your efforts shift the uh, thoughts organically of those who live with you. Even Marie Kondo says that her kids sometimes take things out of place throughout the day. It's hard to keep them tidy, but it's all about having compassion for whoever you live with and having that confidence through experiencing your own tiny event. Their behaviors don't impact how you feel about your space. And I think it's true that even if no one else in your home changes a thing, even if they remain as as messy as you perceive them to be right now, by getting your own things in order, it's just such a peace of mind that you don't currently have. And even if it's only your own things, that's still a lot. Most people find that once they've started hiding their things, that the other people in the home tend to get interested as well. But even if that's not the case, it's just getting your own things in order will make such a difference. It, it really won't matter to you anymore that other people in your home choose to live their life a little bit less tidy than you do. And the final excuse that you may need to discard is, I'm afraid I will fail and won't be able to maintain a tidy lifestyle. So that's a lot of predicting, right? (laughs) That's a lot of assuming as well. So you can't really make that statement until you actually try it out for yourself with the guidance of a professional. We understand that you're walking into this with a little bit of nerves, a little bit of anxiety. We know how to correctly support you and we provide you with different types of services, starting with accountability and physical and emotional support. So non-judgmental accountability can make all the difference. A consultant can help you stay on task and move you forward at a pace that works for you. I want all of my clients to move closer to their goals every single time I meet with them. But I also know that as part of their process, and it's my part to identify where they are and where they want to go and help them to get there. As mentioned, we're trained to manage all aspects of the method. So everything from the technique itself to how we relate to clients and walk them through this type of life-changing event. And to keep you on task, we make regular commitments with you, similar to how a fitness trainer or a nutrition expert would give you assignments or make appointments to meet with you one-on-one. That being said, we don't do the work for you. It's definitely a team effort and you ultimately make the choice whether or not you would like to commit. So, for example, we've used the analogy of we don't do the push-ups for you right? Uh, or we don't wave a magic wand and put things away for you. We help teach you how to put them away. But ultimately, day to day, we're not going to be there every day with you. But we can definitely give you the fundamentals so that you can start practicing and getting straight and building that tidying muscle. We also provide project management and time management. 
It could be that you just don't have the time to undergo such a big project all on your own. And you could use a consultant to help make the best use of your time and the best use of the time that you've devoted to tidying. This can be especially true if your motivation to tidy is around a big life-changing event, such as a move, and you have a deadline. Yes, we've worked with many clients and we understand, even by looking at a pile of clutter, how long it may take to work through those particular items. So not only do we help you stay accountable by having literally appointments with you on your calendar to show up and help you tidy, we also make sure that you are not biting off more than you can chew and that you're managing one particular category of clutter in the proper manner so that you're not left stuck under a pile or with a lot of unfinished business. Right. Also, I think it's true that for some folks who have a hard time staying focused, maybe they get into the middle of tidying and their attention starts to wander. It's really great to have a consultant there who can help get you back on track. If for no other reason, knowing that you are paying someone to be there with you really helps get your attention back to the task at hand. Exactly. Also, we provide customized tools and guidance. Part of our job is to identify the thought patterns that might be tripping you up and to give you some of the confidence that you might need to move forward. We have experience and we have the tools, then we can help you plan a strategy for your particular situation. The goal of a Kamari consultant really is to bring the teachings that are in the book to life and make Kamari a reality for you. I have a specific tidy home joy journal, for example, that I provide all of my clients that has all of the questions around vision that we talk through in person, places for you to track all of your thoughts that may come up during your journey or before and after photos and shopping lists, mindful shopping lists, I should say, (laughs) for things that may enhance your experience. So we have these customized tools that we provide and each consultant has a different way of doing this and adding value. These tools help really make this a unique experience for you and something that you'll never forget and you always have something to refer back to. We also provide real-time objective feedback during consultations. A consultant can help you evaluate where you're getting stuck and help you get back on track. We're not your friend who likes (laughs) to organize. We're friendly and we love all of our clients. But we're not that parent who's just trying to be helpful or maybe a sister who just read the book and likes to try new things. We are there really to be impartial and to provide you with real-time feedback that keeps you on track. And we are free of any judgment or any history or, or baggage. Usually we are coming into this blind, right? We got to know you over the phone, but that's about it. And so we can be really objective and eventually get to know each other quite well, of course, spending, you know, anywhere from 15 to 30 hours together, depending on your project. We provide constructive feedback and encouragement along the way. Also, Kanmari Consultants provide resources. I think this is one of my favorite parts of the work that we do is as consultants over time, we have built up lots of resources, especially in our own local areas, really know 
and have the relationships with the kinds of organizations or companies or individuals who can help our clients dispose of the things that are no longer sparking joy for them, whether it's donating, selling, or just disposing of them. We really want to make sure that we are disposing of things in the most proper, ecologically friendly way. And we know that that's really important to our clients as well. And part of that is because the practice of Kamari says that even the things that we're discarding should be treated with respect. And we also have a lot of experience in coming up with the proper storage solutions. I just love coming up with some idea or thought or product that is just the perfect thing for a particular client's um, storage problem. We also bring the essentials to every appointment. So I have a kit of things that I frequently use. It now includes even tissues, actually, Mm. (laughs) because I realized that a lot of my clients start to tear up a little bit, even on that first appointment where we're just talking about vision. It's a very emotional process. So we have everything we need to sustain ourselves you know, throughout the day, you know, water, snacks, things like that, as well as certain tools. I also have created unique tools for my own brand, a folding sheet that has all the instructions on how to fold the Kamari way. So we provide these resources for you during your session. And then outside of your session, if you need a shelving unit or a underbed storage solution, something that you know we really mindfully think that would support your home, we provide you suggestions there. And we've also created partnerships with people within our network. I partner with a cleaning company, for example. Karen, I know you partner with a moving company as well. Yeah. So yeah, we have people outside of just ourselves that can support you really in a holistic, comprehensive way. Kinmari Consultants also provide expertise and experience that extends beyond the realm of organizing. One of the great things about the fact that Conway Consultants come from so many different backgrounds and so many different ways of life is that we can really help you on your journey to the vision of your most ideal life. Remember that in Kanmai, your life really begins after you have completed your tidings. So to that end, consultants are often very focused on making sure that at the end of the process together, you are ready to embark upon the next stage of your life. And we want to move you beyond your completed Kanmai home and into your vision. I know Karen and I often infuse our soft skills into our lesson. Karen having the background of psychotherapy and myself having the background of project management and interior design. All those things come into play during a Kanmari consultation. And I work specifically with a lot of entrepreneurs and busy professionals and families. And I know what it's like to try to balance that professional life with that drive for a side hustle or creative hobby. So I have a lot of resources in my pocket around that as well that I'm always exploring. So I often get into conversations with my clients and bring some of those to the table that they have integrated into their life. It's not just about the objects in the home. It's about personal development and life optimization around other things beyond the home, like finances or community or a budding career. I learned right away that it was almost never that a client just needed me to come and simply help them sort and organize. There are usually many other areas that I can be helpful in, although, of course, the relationship has always started on the premise that I'm there to help them with their organizational project. But it's really been so rewarding to help people understand themselves a little bit better, understand their goals and their dreams and their hopes and aspirations, and hopefully as part of the process, move them a little closer to reaching their goals. 
yes, it's a very comprehensive and holistic experience. So that's a rundown of all of the great things that Kamari Consultants provide. And we also wanted to share with you some things that we hear most often when we work with our clients during an active tidying lesson. The first thing I hear almost every time, and it can happen either 30 minutes in or three hours in, right? I would have never done this this way if you weren't here. And no friend of mine could have helped me do this either. They would have just helped me put the stuff away in containers or boxes, pushed it to the side, sort through it, rather than actually making these decisions. Karen, have you heard that before as well? Oh, yeah. And a lot of times it's a family member or maybe mom who's helped the tidying process in the Mm -hmm. past. And mom always knows that you should keep this particular item because she's sure that you will need it someday. Mm -hmm. One of the main things that I've heard from clients when they've talked about having someone help them from their family in the past is that their family members tend to be worse at discarding things than they are sometimes. And so interesting how that first step of pulling everything out of a closet at once or everything out of a drawer at once is sometimes the barrier for people starting or finishing the method altogether. That is probably the most scary part for people. Mm -hmm. And it requires someone to really be there and totally understand why, because it can be overwhelming to see all of your things in a giant mountain in your room. When you're used to seeing it all tucked away. Uh, So it's usually during that moment when (laughs) clients realize, oh, yeah, even if I was doing this by myself or if I had someone standing here with me who wasn't an expert, like I think I would have tried to cut corners. Right. Another one that we hear a lot is I already joy checked this category. I already conmarried this category before you even got here. And now that we're going through it again, I see that I still have lots more to get rid of. This is so interesting because a lot of times we work with clients who are like, oh, you know, clothing is no issue for I did clothing, but I'll have you help me with the other categories. Part of what I do is when I first meet with a client and even if they're sure that they completed that category is that we take a look at it and just see. And almost inevitably, within a very short amount of time, they see that they could have approach it a little differently. And then maybe we redo it a little bit and they, are, they find that they're able to make so much more room and, mm-hmm. and get rid of so many more things than they had anticipated would be the case. Yes, it's that additional push that accountability definitely reinforces. And we don't skip steps. Another <laughs> thing that I hear a lot is, yeah, I skipped that part. <laughs> That's what I hear a lot. So we make sure that you're going through the method as accurately as possible with, you know, some exceptions. If it doesn't make sense for your house or your situation, we don't skip steps. And that's one of the reasons why people fall short or have trouble completing this method is because they skip some of the major, really important parts just because they seem a little scary or intimidating or they just want to kind of get to whatever's on fire in their home. So yeah, that's another one I hear. And another statement I often hear is, I'd spend just as much money on therapy as I would hiring you. It's very shortly within our time together. Clients realize this is just way more than just an examination of objects. We're really getting deep here and personal. It's a really thoughtful and mindful exercise. I have a lot to say about this one. I'm sure, (laughs) as a former therapist. (laughs) Well, because I actually think that it's much better than therapy. Mm -hmm. You know, I did therapy for many years and I sat across from a client in an office 
and spoke with them for an hour, 50 minutes, whatever the session was. And they would go on about their lives. And I would think that probably they were benefiting from it. And maybe it was obvious that they were getting better or, or that they were making the changes that they wanted to make. But I never got to see it. And there was never any actual evidence of the results until I started working with people in their homes. The other thing that's really interesting about this is that when I was working with clients one-on-one in an office, I only heard what they told me. Mm -hmm. Not that my clients would be dishonest, but a lot of times people just don't know certain things about themselves. But by being in their homes, I actually am able to see so much more about them and learn so much more about them. And what I hope is that I am much more helpful that way. So in some ways, I really feel that KonMari is, it's not a substitute for therapy, but in some ways, I think at the end of the day, there's actually more benefits to doing KonMari than maybe in a traditional therapy practice. And at the end of the whole thing, you end up with a neat and tidy organized home. Yes, that's one of the reasons why I actually choose to use home and objects as a vehicle for transforming lives because it's so tangible and so real. And it has, with this method, a finite start and end, which I really appreciate as well, because I always like to leave my clients feeling like, okay, we've done this A to Z. I really like personally, just things that have, you know, a finite start and end, like a fitness program, you know, Mm -hmm. or diet program. Of course, there's day-to-day maintenance and habits and behaviors that you're always working to kind of hedge after you finish your event. But the main work has a very finite start and finish, and it's very tangible, and you see the impact instantly and in a real way. Absolutely. One of the last ones that we want to talk about is I know I should be able to do this myself, but I have accepted that I just can't. I actually find this to be almost an encouraging statement from a client because I really feel that they have come to the conclusion that they actually need the support. And this, to me, is a good sign. This means that we will continue our work together, that they feel committed to the process, and that we are going to get it done. And to me, this is This is kind of a a recognition of the kind of support that the client needs, and it gives us really permission to continue. So I almost find this a little encouraging. Before we close out here, it's important to mention that if you are feeling intimidated or overwhelmed by the idea of working together with a KonMari consultant for anywhere from 5, 15, 30, 60 hours, however long you may need to finish your process, Don't think that you have to jump right into working with a consultant across your entire journey. There's ways of pacing yourself or easing yourself into the process to make sure that this is a good fit for you. You can start with just a conversation. I offer joy calls with my clients. That's where I always begin before we make a formal commitment of an appointment just to get a feel for where they are and what their unique clutter challenges are and what program would be the best fit. Karen, I believe you offer a free consultation as well. I do a very similar practice in that um, I have my clients uh, block off half an hour of time on my calendar. I send them a questionnaire to just give me a little bit of background so I know a little bit about them before we speak. And then that half hour, whatever that time is that we chat on the phone is really just about us getting to know each other a little bit and for me to understand a little bit about their situation, what they've tried, what they've been successful at, what's worked, what's not worked. And then that really helps us decide whether or not we're a good fit. Yes. And I also offer virtual KonMari support. So if you want to ease into working with a consultant that way, that's always an option. 
virtual support works great when you have a little bit of a handle on what you're doing independently, but you just need a little bit of, you know, sanity check, a little bit of a joy check, as we call it, on certain categories that you may have specific questions on. It's also a great tool to use if you are looking to declutter your digital life as well. So, yep, virtual support is also another option. I also offer packages of services because you can try out one in-person lesson, see if it's a fit, and then upgrade your commitment level. It's all about making that commitment, right, for the short term. And I definitely incentivize that. I know you offer individual lessons as well, Karen, in your area in New York. Yeah. So the way that I've structured my sessions is that I have sessions that are three, four, and five hours long. It always has to be at least three because I feel as though you're just not going to get very much done in any shorter time. But then at five hours, I feel my experience is that for most people, they start getting a little tired and making decisions becomes a little tedious. And it's really important that you feel fresh and, and engaged when you're making those decisions. So that's essentially how I structure my packages. They're really one session at a time. The hours depend on a lot of things. Of course, sometimes that's accelerated when someone is in the middle of a move or something with some pressing deadline. But for most of my clients, I, I like to do it one session at a time, giving homework in between. Obviously, it's generally not practical to have me there the whole time. So I like to leave my clients with some work to do in, in between. And it also helps give them a little bit of motivation because it's like, OK, here's your homework to do between now and the time I see you again. Yes. And that homework also is just a way to exercise that muscle to practice. Uh huh. It's the same with physical fitness, right? If you're training for a marathon, yes, you might have a trainer on certain days. And then you have your days when you go on your independent long runs on your own. So it's the way of maximizing the time we spend together and getting some practice on the tasks that you'll ultimately need to do on your own. Same here in Chicago in terms of the length of lessons, definitely three to five hours. After five hours, things get a little cloudy, right? <laughs> For all of us. So uh, yeah, it's all about managing that time and making sure we're efficiently making decisions and having us there not only to support you emotionally and provide you with the technique and the education, but also we provide some physical support as well. It's another pair of hands uh, to help you make sure you maximize your time, get everything put away before we leave. So we've mentioned a couple ways that you can pace yourself and ease into the process. But I will say that my clients who see the best results, they make that commitment for active in-home tidying, full support upfront. That's the best way that I can support them comprehensively and build on any work that they've done independently and ensure that they're executing the event accurately and efficiently. And I get to know their home through the process as well. So I can also best help my clients post-organization, which is all about styling and just perfecting things and polishing things when I'm in the home itself. So definitely consider that when you're considering how aggressively you'd like to execute this KonMari experience. To wrap it up here, if you're feeling KonMari confident, by all means, continue your independent tidying journey. If you've gathered information about KonMari from any and everywhere, and you're still looking for the best way for you to finish this journey once and for all, consider reaching out to a certified Kanmari consultant. You know where to find Karen and myself at The Serene Home and For the Love of Tidy, respectively. There are also over 160 certified Kanmari consultants in over 24 countries. 
available to support you at the local level. So now we want to hear from you. Tell us your burning tiding questions or share stories about how Kanmari has impacted your life. You can find us at sparkjoypodcast.com and click Ask Spark Joy to leave a question or comment for a chance to be featured on next week's show. While you're there, sign up to join our Spark Joy podcast community and get notified when each episode airs. You can also join the Spark Joy podcast community on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the handle at Spark Joy Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope your day sparks joy. Thank you for listening to Spark Joy with your host, Kristen Ivey, of For the Love of Tidy in Chicago, and Karen Sochi of The Serene Home in New York City. Spark Joy, the podcast, is not endorsed by or affiliated with Conmari Media Incorporated. The opinions expressed on this episode represent the views of the co-hosts and guests alone and do not represent the corporate position of Conmari Media Incorporated or the Conmari Consultant Community.